You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Hey, what's going on, you guys? What's happening? Today's a great Sunday day. Uh, we got the normal crew in the house. We got Andrew and we got Rico in the house. Yep. It's a great day. Uh, we got some great guests today. Um, so, Subat Inc. presents Coffee Pot. Uh, let's get into it like we always do. And we also have a great guest today uh, who's right next to me. And uh, I introduce her and then we'll go into some details and then we'll we'll come back and then we'll talk to her. Uh, Julia Axelrod, um, great Hello. Hollywood PR woman. Uh, I think uh, the world is going to be by surprise. She just has, has announced that now she's going into cannabis as well. So, uh, you know, Hollywood is going to cannabis. Cannabis is going to Hollywood. So Exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, Andrew, what's going on, man? Talk to me. Not much. How you guys doing? It's been a uh, uh, good... Uh, seems like uh, the weather's been changing a little bit lately. It's been kind of like sinuses have been a little bit nuts, you know? Okay, that's good. And into this time of the year, I'm trying to take... Uh, I'm trying to take, like, different things. Like, I've been hearing about magnesium being really good for the body. Very and taking, good. Uh, taking that to actually kind of absorb, and that helps with colds and things of that nature. You know, also a good remedy. I heard you um, got to get on that, that vitamin D. Vitamin D, vitamin C, <laughs> zinc. You know, right. zinc, is, yeah. zinc is very good. Zinc yeah. is very good. All of that. Hell yeah. So... Let's 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 talk a little bit about our, our guests, y'all. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about uh, it. Um, anybody got any questions? Y'all want to first hit her with? Because you know we we usually I just once questions. you get in here we we have you in a position where we can ask anything we want. So mm-hmm. Rick, you want to start off, or Andrew, you want to start it off? Uh, mm-hmm. Let's just talk about what what we're doing prior to getting into cannabis. Let's talk about what uh, what your business is about. Yeah, so. I've been in PR for over 15 years now, and I started off with a company called Evolutionary Media Group, and we basically, we kind of just did lifestyle PR for every sector under the sun from nightclubs, you know, when uh, Teddy's and Hotel Roosevelt and... Wow. Hold on, Teddy's. Teddy's, yeah. (laughs) Like very old school night, like LA nightlife, um... The green room, like all the all the bars and clubs that were opening up in Hollywood. Right, everything that was 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 cracking at the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like Hollywood nightlife. Yeah, exactly. You know, like the all, you know, and the Eden Rock Hotel in Miami. We had a whole hospitality stint, nightlife, bars, restaurants. Um, You know, we wrapped Val Kilmer's one man Mark Twain show to, uh, you know, to theater to books to you know really anything you can name it we have a lot of uh emg stories that i still look back on today the crazy part about it uh i've been hearing your name for years so that's 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 (laughs) a testament to you though oh thank well yeah actually we met through that that world because you know one of my friends uh janae that correct yeah um who's like just a powerhouse to just events and that I've been working with for years. So it's very interesting as, you know, cannabis became legal in California. So many of the lifestyle, the clients we worked with and people we work with that were getting into the business were, um, it just was very organic on 
how that switch was made because, you know, we came, we came into the space and realized that the, like, you know, cannabis had to come out of the shadows and there's really no consumer facing brands at the time. Right. And people were coming to us, you know, um, you know, like we would do the paper magazine events in LA every year forever. And, uh, that editor in chief of paper magazine, Kim Hashrader at the time told, uh, my colleague Jen that you know cannabis is the next frontier you guys need to get on it and we've kind of just been you know doing it ever since and launched hi-fi exchange around three or four years ago right. and yeah. have just been growing from there okay. from like nice. CBD brands and THC and dispensaries and the whole thing love it so where, where the uh, where the name hi-fi exchange come from we actually I I don't you know we 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 started with like we we're just brainstorming one day and high five, <laughs> yeah. high, five re- high five. <laughs> I mean, it it definitely came from just like old school, like you know, putting some power behind behind that in the industry, very like okay. old school music term style. Yeah, right. Okay, and yeah, and so for us, we knew what high five was, but it's funny because when I was telling you know younger generation, they're like, what what does high five mean? I was like, yeah, I guess that's like. <laughs> yeah, they, they, don't, they don't even know that shit. Yeah. They, these motherfuckers don't even know what a, what a tape is. <laughs> True. Man. Oh, yeah, they, my friend just said, um, you know, the old, I, I forgot what they're called even, but the adapters with the, the tape with the cord attached to it. That oh, yeah. You, yeah. You can put in there like the car. Yeah. yeah. So you can, so you can yeah. listen to your, your, yeah. your, your disc man. Yeah. But if you didn't have ESP, <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers think ESP is just like some psychic shit. <laughs> like, nah. Um, I remember I used to ride on a school bus like this. <laughs> oh, that was man. poor. <laughs> no, I love it. God, yeah. I love it. 100%. So. Nah. Yeah, it kind of came from there because uh, we we also have a history in doing uh, music PR, the friends and family Grammy party every year. Okay. So um, so it all kind of ties back into everything, and we just kind of went with it. Out of all the years, what's the funnest event that you've ever done? Uh, well, I actually have to say friends and family because every year, just you don't know what's going to happen. Um, Because there's, we always, you know, different lineups. It's a lot of people in the music industry that are behind the scenes, the writers, the producers, uh, the CEO. So, so all the intelligence is new, cool people. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Like the brains are just floating around. Yeah. And it's like, you know, when you're, you know, George Clinton, P Funk played the party, that was pretty epic. Yeah. I had to be. Yeah. That, That had to be. And uh, and what, yeah, just was, was, what was it like? What, what was it like? At the, what year was this? Oh my uh, gosh, I couldn't even tell you. Probably like, but probably eight or nine years ago. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so that was like like fourteen. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So that was George. That was day. George Clooney. He had the fade on the side, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, was, he was making a comeback, man. He was making a comeback. I remember that shit. He was making like big appearance. Why is George Clinton not a bigger name like like right now, like in the in the he, industry? He, he should be. Yeah. You know what's funny? I've I, I've actually been in touch with someone that um, is putting together licensing deals for him. So I know mm-hmm. that he's uh, he's trying to do some things. I think that when it comes to celebrities and cannabis, I definitely think there's a lot of intrinsic value in having a celebrity attached to your brand. Right. But at the same time, if they're not 
very involved in the brand. Right. And it's just license. It's just the name. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, it's doomed to fail. Yeah, on on both sides, really, because I mean, George Clinton should have a brand. I mean, he's kind of the OG of everything. So. George Clinton was one of the first celebrities I ever smoked weed with, like back in college. Right. But, um, George Clinton, P Funk, they came to we call it Dillo Day, Armadillo Day. Okay. At Northwestern University, shout gotcha. out, shout out to NU Wildcats. And um, <laughs> he came out there and somehow. I've always had a knack for like you know finagling, my, finessing my way to like, any situation. I was backstage with these motherfuckers. <laughs> right, that's basically yeah. Fucking P Funk. Yeah, and I don't remember who is, this dude looked like somebody's like great uncle, but he was like rocked up abs. Right, and I was just like sitting on the couch smoking weed with him and George Clinton, like back in the day. So yeah. he would be like one of the biggest old school cats. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, I really think it's just the right the right company and the right brand to to take it under its wing and not just say like put his name on it and be like this is George Clinton but right. maybe a, a, where it's a larger a larger thing and maybe he just you know needs to get set up with that because it's so crazy all the all the real OGs people that spoke up against with, with cannabis culture and mm-hmm. really made it a thing it's like while the industry still has so far to go it also sped up a lot and right. the legal part of it and say you know Carlos knows from all of his operations in they it. They got to catch up. Yeah, it's or, hard or to get just, left behind. Yeah, because it's like you know you've been a consumer forever, but then to really get into it and for it to mean something, you kind of have to get in into all ends of it, mm-hmm. um, in a sense. Because you also want to make sure the quality, the messaging, things just align with who you are. Color. The messaging yeah. is Clarity. important. Yeah. <laughs> there <Huh>. you go. <laughs> Exactly. So good for all aspects of life. <laughs> right. Now, I've seen some very, very because like, uh, Carlos knows we work with a lot of um, uh, celebrities, pro athletes, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what is one of the most like out of left field you've seen come into the industry? Like like persons you've seen come into the industry? You can't say Mike Tyson. That's too easy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's funny about that was I mean it wasn't even fully. Um, fully unexpected that's a good question oh man i have to i have to think about that for a second okay i'm gonna come back to it but yeah, we'll I'm gonna, yeah because that's that's actually a really good question but I, i'm gonna think about that one i say like for me i would say like like gwyneth paltrow you know <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't even know. (laughs) Well, you, uh, yeah, like you just (laughs) dropped that on me right now because I didn't even know. Right. So that's pretty funny. (laughs) I didn't even know she she, smoked weed. She coming out and she's, come on, man. She, she hung out with, uh, when she was with, uh, um, like Chris from, uh, um, Coldplay, like, she and Beyonce and Jay Z were like yeah, that's besties, true. Rolling, right? yes. Oh, yeah. And B and J like burn all the time. They'd be relaxing and shit. So, I knew she had to smoke like on the low, but I never thought right. that, that she'd be like, yo, she's coming out with her own brand yeah. and shit right now. I, heard, I had no clue. I heard Lady Gaga be blowing a lot. I could see that. Mm. She's got to, I mean, Lady Gaga, she got to like smoke like laced shit, like on purpose. Right? <laughs> 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 she's that motherfucker. <laughs> like, what am I smoking? <laughs> you see her over in the corner. Yeah, you're on my level now. Let's wear some meat suits. <laughs> Uh, right, like have to. Right, so so uh, when you are, um, I agree with you. It has to be the right fit, right, mm-hmm. uh, for the, both the brand and the talent. Right. right? So, um, 
What happens, uh, uh, do you think, when it is not the right fit, but that brand is still successful, right? Like sometimes that happens. Like, like how is that possible? Do you think yeah. that's do you think that's sustainable? Yeah. Well, I think at this point, it's really. I mean, and I can only say what I see for myself, but, mm -hmm. you know, I think really any celebrity tied to brand can be successful if the people right. behind it are really on the grind. You know, it's if people are just kind of like, well, we're just going to put your name on it and that's it, mm -hmm. then that's where it falls short. But if, you know, and it's fine if someone puts, and it's fine if someone wants to put their name on something and they don't know how to cultivate, you know, it's like, who knows right. how to do all of that when you're you've been in the music business or act you know your whole life right but i think it takes so much um so much just grinding on on the ground floor to really make your brand pop and it like a significant and authentic connection to the local communities that you're in right um you know like cookies dr green thumb uh, they do such a good job at uh, being so consistent and so uh, controlling of their brands and in a way that feels like, you know, we're we're opening stores, we're, we're growing really great product, mm -hmm. we're partnering with really great people and right. just everything There's from... a lot of thought that goes into the process. Yes, like everything from the packaging to the execution to the social media messaging. The story. Yeah, the story, yeah. like creating content and so also the... Um, the involvement of the of the CEO, like whoever the voice of the brand is, consistent involvement, interviews. You know, as a publicist, one of my hardest things I have to do is, um, you know, if a celebrity is involved in a brand, is actually getting them to do interviews. Really? Well, a brand doesn't yeah. work if everybody behind it does everything they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Right. But what are the qualifications for the celebrity to do? And do they follow through? Mm -hmm. right? I think that's team where, effort. Right? I think that's where sometimes the messaging is is not listened to the right way because everybody will always think that celebrity did everything right, or in some instances they would think the brand did everything right. Right. No, it, it takes a combination of both of them to do it together, especially mm -hmm. in the cannabis industry because. I believe what, what makes us different from big alcohol, big tobacco, like any of these big industries is this shit came from the community first. Mm -hmm. Which right? is true. This shit came from the community. And so if you don't yeah. have the respect of the streets, I feel like you're just going to fizzle out. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, you have some companies that come in but and they make the right connections. Mm -hmm. They might like be a bunch of okie dokes, you know, like some fucking like, like button up dudes or whatever. Yeah. But if they have the right connections on the street and their street team can make that shit pop because mm -hmm. that's how you get forward in this game. I would always tell my clients, like, out of sight, off the shelf. Mm. That's, that's true. That's the California cannabis industry, right? Yeah. You have some great brands that never made it because they didn't have the right street team or they didn't have the right marketing, mm -hmm. right? Um, then you had some fucking terrible fucking brands that made it way further than they should have. <laughs> that's true, too. All because they were out. And that brings us in a very particular place right now because we're coming, I mean, maybe we're coming out of the pandemic. I don't know, but um, in a very, very peculiar uh, space. So, like, where do you see the industry evolving um, in a, a sense of marketing, right? Yeah. You know, we're, we're like 90% digital right now. We just went yeah. through a year of no events, right? right? Right. So, like, where do you see the industry next? Everybody knows where we were. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows we're in fucking purgatory right now. 
permanently. But it ain't going to be the same when we get out of this. Like, what, what yeah. is your prediction on what tomorrow looks like? I mean, I do think right now, obviously, marketing so challenging for cannabis brands because you just don't have the traditional outlets. And, you know, even when it comes to Google ads, Facebook ads that use AI to just target your customer and take it by storm. I mean, there are a lot of advertising solution, solutions that, you know, everyone knows if you have an iPhone, you know, you can people can track you anywhere. So, right. the, so, so, you, so, you, so you're a um, blue bubble gang. Yeah, <laughs> I am. <laughs> what happens? What happens? If somebody hits your your shit up and you got a green bubble, you just ignore that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely talk shit first, and I'm like, uh, we have to remove you from the group text because you're ruining all of our photo sharing. <laughs> that shit pissed me off. You yeah. gotta move the whole fucking group chat over to WhatsApp, <laughs> yeah. so, just so you can put gifs in it. <laughs> right, like someone sends a video. I don't. I I don't even know what that is. Right. Um, I'm not clicking on that fucking spam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My shit got previews. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah so it's like there's there's definitely ad programs that can target people that they know when they even go into dispensary into the area and then you're automatically logged into a system which is why you'll get so the the marketing right now is very grassroots it's very hyper local because right. uh, it doesn't make sense to spend money on anything going national because a lot of brands are not national, well, you know, yeah, or they're in one or two state states. It's state by state, yes, but yeah. the regulations are set up state by state. So yeah. you're right, it doesn't make it doesn't. I, see, I would, sense. I would actually, like, I counter that with, it's cheap right now because you don't have to have the ground game to go national, right? So you right. Can, true. So true. like 50 bucks spent on some Facebook targeting ads, and it, it can be tongue-in-cheek. Right, it can be tongue tongue in cheek, so you don't have to have like overtly, you know, I'm smoking my weed <laughs> on my bong and shit like that. You yeah. can infiltrate these other markets very cleverly uh, right now in a way that we you would not get noticed last year. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's yeah. very true. Um, but it's you know, I mean, I think really with uh, this is like fifty bucks, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, that's oh yeah. I mean, that's the thing is. It's just the risk of your ad getting pulled or you have to be so vague that people don't actually know what it is that yeah. you're going to. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of the the manpower. It's just, you know, you could put those ads up and if it flies, then awesome. And, uh -huh. If it don't, and, then you already know the consequences before right. you did it. Yeah. But then if it doesn't, you just, you're wasting, you're kind of wasting time and energy to put something out that may get down or may mm -hmm. not have the the same effects but I mean that's what I mean that's why um, you know I have a lot to say when it comes to federalization because I think mm -hmm. it's a double-edged sword of um, leaving a lot of people out of the process right but there's certain things about federalization like just being able to market like a regular company right. that right. would be very valuable but what I'm seeing now is that especially with how the license is get doled out and all the resources that are put into these communities right. that the marketing tends to need to be focused very hyper locally mm -hmm. if you're you know this is if you're a dispensary or a brand in that area right right um but because your focus is sales right you want to you want to yeah. those numbers yeah and so you know even when it comes to big events before we're all canceled this year south by southwest I, you know i was working with a company that was going to do this whole street takeover and they're looking for cannabis and CBD brands. Um, and this was just last year and it was just so difficult because, you know, 
obviously, what are the laws? What can they say? What can't they say? Right. Um, can you even get this brand right. in Texas? Right. You know, even though you have people nationally, what's what are the chances that someone's going to see your brand at South by? Remember it till they go home and then be like, oh, I saw this brand. You know, so mm -hmm. it's just uh, judging what's worth takes, your. It's going to take some time. Yeah. Yeah, be yeah because. It's definitely going to take some time. People are still iffy about the experiential side, right? Like that's what made, that's what really separated a lot of brands coming into the pandemic. The ones mm -hmm. that had experiential, you know, pop-ups, like, yeah, experiential um, events, right? You want something to remember, like you said, Julia, right? Yeah. Something that's going to separate you. Like everybody has a piece in a swag bag, right? Right. Some weed's mm -hmm. going to be stronger than the other. Some got better packaging right. than the others. But what do you really remember about that? party where you got blown as fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right right so yeah so so how do you see that like ex experiential um i guess like pop-ups and stuff do you see that even um surviving in the next level i see experiential surviving i mean i think it's also again interesting with cannabis brands because i don't know if it necessarily lends itself to an event because i find when people are stoned they're not as social mm. and uh so when i've gone to cannabis events in the past um you know maybe it's more of a microdosing right. type thing where people aren't you know getting so out there but they right. tend to be quieter events and i think with uh, cannabis events i do think the experiential part of it's going to be very important because i right. think that's what people smoking want to see you know, it's going to be the events are going to be less about social and networking and more about, oh, I went and experienced this really cool thing right? because people aren't really trying to like talk to each other or, you know, obviously food, big component. Right, right. <laughs> like, so it's going to take money then. Yeah, definitely yeah. a lot of money. And um, that's what I say about PR and marketing as well is that. You know, I guess even more so for PR is that brands don't realize how much work it takes to, you know, it's, you can't really throw money at something and mm -hmm. think it's going to work. You have to really um, resonate with the audience. But also when you have something like PR, it's like you need assets, images, uh, you need to plan ahead of time. Right. Uh, you need to, you know, do interviews and make them thorough. And do your fucking research, the market research, right? Yeah. Like, know your audience. So, yeah, exactly. So, so you, you touched on federalization a second ago. Like, like where do you see, like, legalization going, um, let's say, over the next six months to a year as opposed to, like, two, three years out? Yeah, I mean, I, I have a feeling it's going to be faster than a lot of people thought it was coming. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, I mean, I almost wish that, that uh, the Safer Bank bill would get passed before federalization because I think that's the biggest hindrance to cannabis brands right now is cash flow right. and uh, and their supply chain uh, because you just want to be able to operate in that's something that's not a gray area just give just give us the guidelines of what we need to do so mm -hmm. you know everyone wants to do it everyone wants to follow the law and be successful but if you're if it's not there then you know you're leaving people out to dry a little bit so, so is that Bucks. the intent what is that the intent to leave people high and dry and if they had banking yeah so you think it, it'd be better to be able to go into to a bank you know being a right. cannabis company mm -hmm. be able to get lines of credit 
being yes. able to get credit cards, being able to, it'll help sustain better? Yes, because I think that not being able to get loans and access to banks is really what's holding back a lot of minorities from owning businesses, the original community that should be in the industry, because you just need upfront like million or more cash. Um, no, a lot of people don't have access to right. that. You mm -hmm. know, you to level the playing field, anybody should be able to get a business loan. They should be able to operate in that way. But if you just need cash to get into it, I mean, even to apply for licenses, sometimes it's in the six figures yes, to yeah, definitely did. even is. get considered. Um, well, let's take it a step further there, right? So yeah. black folks ain't getting loans in, uh, in a yes. conventional way. Right. Either. True. <laughs> so, yeah. so like, like <laughs> the Safe Banking Act, like it might be safe for some, but it, does that yeah. mean it's going to be safe for all? Yeah. Right? Um, no, you, you, just, you touched on some major issues there, right? Um, yeah, access to capital, access to the, the resources to start your business, like the, the fundamental building blocks uh, to uh, um, just starting a behemoth. You're already light years behind uh, your peers who just started yeah. uh, in this True. shit, right? So how do we make it a more equitable situation? Like, I, w w what would you think that uh, we need? Because we're all about connecting the dots, right? And, and building. Yeah, and building. We're trying to yeah. Kick, yeah. a building bridge. Like, I, so, so like Rick was saying, what's your best thought? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think besides, I mean, it really just seems social equity isn't that, isn't working that right. well obviously, because there's so many communities where you have all these social equity equity applicants being approved, but not actually getting licenses. Right. And, you know, I think the key to it is really providing what, how to make them successful, because even people that may even get the license, uh, if they don't know how to run a business, a cannabis business, then... Well, first you got to be able to run a rec any right. business. Yes, exactly. Right. So the, the, I think that's where the tipping point is that you, you have to be able to run a business right and then running a cannabis business is at some point maybe you know more difficult than running a, a regular business oh no, definitely because because yeah just like i like i said like this shit came from the community so yeah. I, I just feel like that's my whole being is like, like uh, connecting all three sides i, I mm -hmm. feel like the cannabis industry is a three-legged stool you got wellness business and lifestyle community yeah. I think it's a four, and then you add pharmaceutical, which hasn't happened yet. Well, that's that's on the wellness side. You know what I'm saying? I think I think I think the wellness and pharmaceutical are totally different. Mm -hmm. The reason why is mm -hmm. when you look at big pharma, they're pharmaceutical. Wellness is already here. Mm -hmm. Big pharmaceuticals have are not actually in the business yet. We don't have we don't have a, a, a pill tested by uh, Pfizer FDA. or yeah. FDA in in this business yet. So I think it's a four type situation. See, I would argue, respectfully, <laughs> I would argue, like, Pfizer already has. Pfizer is the number two investor in the cannabis industry. No, but and, we're talking about actually going through scientific study, oh, yeah, yeah, clinical I mean, trials, and big pharma being in that way. On a, on a grand scale. I'm talking about on a grand scale yeah, 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 to yeah. where now we have scientists mm -hmm. going over every single thing we do in right. the cannabis industry, right. going over all the cannabinoids and everything else. Right now, mm -hmm. yeah, we know we know CBD. We know mm -hmm. some of them. CBG, there's a couple that we do mm -hmm. know, but we don't know every last one of them. No, nah, there's like because there's they're like scientifically thousands. exactly. So until then, I think that's when you add in your three that you name, right? And then you add pharmaceutical. 
I still, yeah, I I still say it's part of it's part of it's part of well, it is. Yeah. Like the pharmaceutical stuff, uh, no, we need that. We need that because, like, as Carlos, as, as you know very well, like I was screaming at the top of my lungs last year. Everybody was like worried about like social equity, social equity. I'm like, that shit ain't gonna work. Social equity was created by a white man in Idaho in 1968, but nobody mm-hmm. wants to talk about that shit. Like, go online and Google right. the fucking it's H.G. Fredrickson in 1968. And nobody can, it's a fucking marketing buzzword. That's why nobody can agree on what social equity really is, who it should actually help. Like, is it for the black and brown folks that were negatively affected by the war on drugs? Yes. However, we don't have affirmative action in California, so it's illegal from the get-go. Social Mm -hmm. equity is fucking illegal. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I think the problem that we have, we concentrate too much on social equity. Yeah, equity. equity. Mm-hmm. Straight up equity. That, yeah. That, yeah, give me the air pound. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, high five, high five. <laughs> high five. High five. <laughs> and then, Julia, so talk a little bit about equity, because that's the piece that, yes. that, that where no one really discusses. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's for all races, I think. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's yeah. get into the whole, you know, how do we figure out a way to, you know, divide the equity right for everybody getting in this business. Right. Right, and... You know, and as a publicist, these are things I want to message and put out there. And I want to work with companies that are doing it and putting their foot forward on what, you know, what they're saying that they're going to do. So companies like Catalyst, uh, you know, they're uh, they're actually uh, giving a license to um, they're putting it together now to actually give a license and uh, do an incubator program, training program um, to make people successful in the business. I just saw cookies just launch something and um, following just a lot of, you know, on clubhouse and getting more into the community, finding out what the struggles are and who's at the front lines, um, helping change the situation. Uh, But I definitely think uh, the people in the in the industry that have the means should uh, open up their doors to actually train people. You know, I'm involved in doing some expungement clinics uh, where the people can go to expunge their record, uh, take cannabis uh, felonies down to misdemeanors and scrub their records. And the pool of those people, if they want to be in the cannabis industry, the companies can pick from those pool of people. Um, and really give them the knowledge and education it takes to to be right. in the industry and give them access. I mean, in a in a larger educational form, I think that um, what's interesting is that there's no SOPs, there's no guidelines of you know you can't go to a UC and you know there are some higher education colleges that are offering cannabis right, courses, right. but what's very interesting about that is I think that's something that the community, the trade secrets and what the community knows about being in the industry for 20 years while it was illegal is invaluable information. And I feel, uh, you know, the wheels are turning my head, but I feel like education is power in that way. And that, um, people that have that education now should own it, use it, license it and put a comprehensive program together and actually own information that's going out there that these people need because they've stayed away from it for so long. So education is power or knowledge is power? Knowledge, yes. Because that's the thing, access to education also. Right. Yes. And that, but that's why I'm saying that I feel like knowledge is power to own whatever that educational aspect looks like because for any billion dollar industry, that's going to be an extra bar that's going to be put on the industry is education access because now all of a sudden you'll need a degree from 
whatever you see to uh, to uh, get into yes. it. And we, we, we already, and that's a great point. Yeah, yeah. we already see that that's happening on the pharmaceutical side because um, <clears throat> now it's, it's funny because it's like the whole thing is is a uh, conundrum, if you will. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, because um, I had a, a Carlos. You see that email that I put out about um, the person in my family, like like looking for me to me as a reference. Yes. So that shit was yes. That shit was crazy, yes. right? Yes. yes. I changed their name to yes. protect um, their identity. Yes. Right. But this person is real. They have three graduate degrees. And these motherfuckers are looking at me all wild and crazy because I quit finance to come into the cannabis e- industry on the legal side. They're like, ah, oh, uh, now this person reached out to me <laughs> for a fucking reference because they can't get into a certain medical program because they needed experience in the cannabis industry. They can't get into a wow. medical program mm-hmm. at a um, uh, uh, accredited university. <laughs> That's right. a, Yeah, exactly. So this shit is coming full circle. Yeah. And people are not getting that access on both sides. So this is why we're, we're all about here at Coffee Buy, connecting those dots. People, the, the business people need mm-hmm. to be intertwined with the trap. Yeah. Because that's where the, that's where the shit came from. Yes. And then everybody needs to move to cannabis. I call us, like right now we're in cannabis 2.5. Yeah. Cannabis 1.0, everything was hood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cannabis, cannabis 2.0, that's when everything was starting to change, right? And we have all these like states like switching over now. People are starting to get more education. People mm-hmm. are starting to gain more knowledge. But we're in 2.5 until we get out of this bullshit, right? Yeah. Right. And then 3.0. In order for anybody to succeed, you have to have those connections, mm-hmm. or definitely, nobody. You're definitely. not. You're not going to get. You're not going to get respect, right? And, yeah. and you know, I see. I see cannabis as um, a reference to baseball. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and baseball, you know, I see as being in spring training. Okay. Uh, we haven't even started yet. Right. Mm. We, are, so we yeah, haven't even. We haven't. We're in the warm ups yes, right now. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. We did some damn good dunks, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, you know, it's gonna heat up, and we're gonna be, we're gonna, we're gonna be in the game eventually. Right. But uh, it's a long way to go. Uh, I think uh, people who out there who's trying to get in the business, I think you just keep grinding it, and it's, yes. mm-hmm. it's an everyday, it's an everyday grind, it's an everyday struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as you keep working in any, any business, that's what it's about. Things right? open up. Yes. It's, it's perseverance. Like, yes. like, like, like first yep. and foremost is perseverance and, and try shit. And I think that's the coolest thing about our industry because, like you said, there's no SOPs, right? Right. Like, I think it's a good and a bad thing. Good because they need to be in place once we yes. have full legalization because <laughs> you need to have standards of practice. But yeah, we can make the rules right now, right? Mm-hmm. So. Like, just like you, Carlos, you said, we're in the warm-ups. Like, ain't nobody going to stop me from walking <laughs> from the yeah. three-point line just start doing some crazy dribbling and shit, right? So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Get creative. So, with, with you know, with everything being said, Julia, we definitely appreciate you yes, coming on Coffee Pot. Thanks appreciate that. And, uh, OG, the OG, yeah, OJ. Oh, that's a, bad, that's a bad thing to say here in LA. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. <laughs> but if I did it. Yeah, definitely. Um... So, how can we find you? Yes. So on uh, Instagram, I'm at HiFi Exchange LA, H I F I Exchange LA, and HiFi Exchange US is my website with all my contact information. Gotcha, Carlos. High five. <laughs> High five. 
So we high five. <laughs> so we definitely, we definitely appreciate you today. So with that being said, Super Bad Inc. presents Coffee Pot signing out. Love it. We out. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. They've helped Valuable. us in return, right. which is crazy. Throughout the whole process. So, so were y'all like so pre-pandemic? Were y'all already like doing events in the cannabis space? Were you doing events in Not the normal at space? All. Okay, so, it was so what what inspired work. you? What inspired you to do that? Like, like well, was it just like you two just kicking it, or, and like well, what was like, yo, let's fucking let's, build this brand, let's do this. Yeah. So. Um, being in the event industry, we, mm -hmm. you know, we wanted to do events still, but also bring the cannabis into it. Right. Mm -hmm. However, we also needed to have our cause. So the cause was two moms. There you go. There you, you go. know, and at the end of the day, like Cece is, you know, she has a partner. I am single. As a single mother, it's a lot and harder. Single, smoking single, and you know the single. stigma behind that you right. know the fear behind that of what comes to play with that you know so that's what's up right. no I, I absolutely I absolutely and we love thought it that. would I be love... fun let's be real we oh, thought yeah. it would be fun yeah. Yeah. like like <laughs> we were not? like right. hey I know we, we want a deep answer sometimes but no, like no, we but too just cool. wanted to ha do something that was fun mm -hmm. and make other people happy right at the same time, and then if we can build on this and ma actually make it a brand, like this was like it's a win, it's, win, 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 win. Yeah, a can safe just space for people that we smoke love to weed. Do? And, right, and, and I like that a safe space for people for people who smoke cannabis. Yeah, cannabis. Right. Sorry. No, 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 There's no. So many. Everybody different says different terms. things. Yeah. Right. No, no. I, I think that's I think that's excellent, and that's what our industry is all about. Is like, yo, you got. A deep idea, you got a shallow idea, you feeling good, you feeling bad. Um, that's why the cannabis industry does so well in the first place is because <laughs> it doesn't matter where you're from. We had our first blooper on the show. Oh, we'll we'll it keep would that be between me. us. Oh. It's all good. <laughs> We're going to have a gag reel later. Put some oh British God, music behind it. So funny. Um, no, but, I love it. <laughs> but that's what's so great about our industry is the fact that, you know, you can be, you can have deep ideas, you can have shallow ideas, you can have like, you, you can, can be, be yourself. Like, that's what weed is all about. It's about taking that mask off, right? Yeah. And being like, yo, I like to smoke weed. Yeah. And, you, and you were talking about shooting the that's shit, what it is. right? Like, like, I just want to hang out with my homies, smoke some <laughs> fucking weed. And say dumb shit. Like sometimes you want to do that shit, or say and smart shit, and, and it's okay. <laughs> that would be us. Yeah, thank right. you. That you would be what? us. That, say smart shit. You know, right. I think the yeah. stigma is also that though people so, think that smokers, stoners are just no. on Netflix all day chilling, doing nothing. And that's not true. And that's, that's not true. you know, no, that's no, a day no, for no, you. No, that's no. a day for you. But yeah. we're very functional, and we. Right. I own a studio. I do hair and makeup. Right. We're in the event industry. Talk this shit. There's, you know. Yeah. So much more Talk to it. Shit. Right. Talk that you know? Shit. Yeah. Definitely. And we smoke weed. Right. And half the time when we first started, Cece had no idea that I smoked. Oh, wow. Hold on, hold on. So you like secretly well, we like sneaking out? we first working together. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I work hard. better that way. That's, that's, that's cool. And that's I didn't cool. know for right. like 
five years that she was like on the job high. Right. But that just tells you how functional she was. Did, did make She's you like, just so functional. Did, did that make you like cycle through, uh, like back through your memories? Like, yo, were you high when you did this? Yeah. Oh, no. I, now I know she was high the whole time. Like, I've never not Daddy. known her high. Not high. So that just tells you how so functional did you, so, she So is. did you hop on this? Uh, did you hop in that vehicle, like, like since you guys started working together, like, oh, I'm going to be high all the time, too. No, I functional? am not a functional high person at okay. this particular time. Mm, okay. okay. Yeah, and I, I I had just got back into it um, about a year before we had even come up with this. Okay. Because I had smoked it when I was younger, but then I stopped um, for because I wanted to get pregnant. Okay. So right. I was just trying to have a complete clean life. Now, had I known that it was okay to smoke it like during that process it would have made it so much easier but i had stopped and then once you stop for that long you're just kind of like okay you kind of start losing your stoner friends i start when i think about it you know what i mean they stop calling you over because they're you you you're not drinking you're not smoking and anything like that so i wasn't around it at all okay and then um i just a few years ago just I don't know what it was, and Renee was like, "You want some?" And I was like, "Yep." And you then want I was, some. and then yeah. I was back in. So. There you go, Marcus. You got any questions for him? <laughs> I got a lot of questions. I'm oh, yeah. Here one. we go. First of all, Renee's a single one, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's single. Man, I'm, I'm, yep. I'm Renee I'm, came in here flexing. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. You might as well jump off a fucking cliff before you even, you know, <laughs> think about fucking with Renee. <laughs> oh, Renee will, shit. you will get <laughs> fucked up. Oh shit! But we'll keep it. We'll keep it. We'll keep it oh, moving. Let's shit. go. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. So tell us. All right. So be, tell us what is <laughs> what is, what is <laughs> it like. <laughs> you know, I was coming in the gate. You all right. No, they, 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 tell, so you see, Renee know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes. Tell us what it's oh, like wow. being a parent. I'm a hold up. As well. So <laughs> run it back. So even though, back. even though y'all are newer to the industry per se, like yes. what, what's it like being a canna mom or a can a canna parent now? Because you have dipped can, into that lane. Parent. I like what that. about a canna woman? The the part about being like a canna. Uh, famous, kind of fucking brilliant. Let's go. Like, like, I think it's dope what you guys are doing um, and branding yourselves as mothers in the industry. That's very, very valiant. A lot will follow. Yes. Thank you. um, I mean, it took us some time to even get used to any of the attention that we were getting because Uh I don't think you plan on that. Like, you want to be successful at whatever it is that you do, but when stuff started to happen, it started to happen for us so fast that we were like, okay, for real, for real, like people are really, really going to know that we smoke, which means it's coming close to maybe like our kids' school is going to know that we smoke. Our baby daddy. That's the things (laughs) that happen over time. Stuff like that. You know what I mean? People that can cause problems for you. (laughs) So it is, it is a little bit like... How's the journey been? It's, it's been, it's been amazing, but it's still, still, even we still have to be cautious. We still feel like we have to look over our shoulder because at any moment, you know, as parents, and this is another thing we're trying to help uh, kind of Spotlight is at any moment anybody can call CPS on us, right? And it will be an issue. That's real. E- even though it's it's 
legal? Even though it's legal. Okay. That's real. And so, um, yeah, because we were talking about that with the DCR, there's no clear rules. Well, they, but they can say it's this, and the, the interpretation that's the is problem, that. That's problem, though. Yeah. That there's no updated laws in regards to CPS. Right. Because the same, you know, now that it's legal, mm -hmm. there is a different twist on it. You mm -hmm. can have it in your home. Right. In fact, the only place you can smoke it is in a private in your location your private or your home. Right. You know, uh -huh. so when they come knocking. Um, have you been consuming cannabis in here? Hello. In the presence of a child. <laughs> right. That's not a candle you smell. Right. Right. But not but in the crazy. presence of this child, you know. But let's just tell you. But you can do that with alcohol. You can do that well, with I, fucking prescription there drugs. It is. That's, yes. that's there the point. It is. That's the point. You know, if you smoke a cigar, if you smoke a cigarette, right, that's okay. normal yeah. and okay while your son's right. shooting some hoops right there. Right, right. That's or true. daughters. But if it's marijuana, if it's something else with marijuana, you yeah. know, and that's the stigma right. that I, needs to be broken. I, well, I, I, think, I think that's something where, yeah. And why uh, are we hiding something to, so good? Yeah, everybody needs to um, uh, yeah. focus in on that then. It's from the earth. Yeah, we need to get a change to that. Somehow, some way. Your liquor doesn't need to be locked up. True. Your right. pills don't need to be locked up. But they expect you to lock up your marijuana. Well, they should lock them up before they lock the weed up because everybody can use a little bit of weed in their life. Oh, my God. Yes. Every single day. Yes. Absolutely. Every single day. <laughs> Preach. You can't have an endocannabinoid deficiency. Sure. Right? Walking around here, like, on edge and shit, like... You imagine, like, instead of going and kicking it with Puff and Parlay, you was out at the bar, happy hour on a Friday, getting fucked up, about to go drink and drive, crash into something, like, right. do say some dumb shit, do some dumb shit. Like, no, fuck that. Why don't you smoke some weed, chill the fuck out, and go talk it out with Puff and Parlay. There, there it is. There it is. Right? No, I love that. So you guys go live every Friday. Every Friday. Is this on G Instagram? Give us a schedule. Is this give on us Facebook? A when, like, when? Tell us when and where. We go every Friday, 7 p.m. East or Pacific Standard Time, and then 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on um, IG. So we go live on IG okay. every mm -hmm. single Friday. We have not missed a Friday, even when we've had to work. And what's the topics? Like, <laughs> different um, topics. We kind of go with so what happens that week. If I call in, what, what are we going to talk about? Do you guys know? Or, we'll or talk about something? super bad. So what happened That's this week? Up. That's what's <laughs> up. Okay. What, what, hap what happened this week? Um, this week, we had uh, the general manager. Uh, we dabbed of, for the first time. Yes, oh, wow. Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah, you know what? I did see that. I did yes. see see. See a little thing I went on y'all. You know, I took it was it was uh, it was so fun. It was <laughs> it was. We were very scared, you know, but anxious at the same time, and mm -hmm. wanted to kind of just see it. But we had heard so many stories. Where'd you go? Did you get a? You, did you get your own rig? Tell us the story. So go ahead. You well, we had um, Stephanie. Um, she is the general manager of Viola. Mm -hmm. She nice. came and shout out Stephanie. Us. Shout yes. out Viola. Yes. yes, love them. She had came and she brought us some um, Viola uh, diamonds, and then her friend uh, Lynn from, from Puffco Puff came in and um, had like the rigs and like the pen and stuff for us. So that's, cool. Puff that's real cool. So uh, we did it on our live, and so okay. you know it was it was. Cool. And we took baby steps, you yeah. Know, yeah, because we, take big we got a lot of heat for not taking these big old. Well, y'all went straight to the diamonds. <laughs> but How we was told it? it? We liked it. Okay. Fire. okay. It was. Right. It was we lovely. Pleasantly okay. surprised. 
That's okay. Something. We d- I do feel like probably because we didn't smoke that much. Well, I smoked a lot. She smoked way okay. more. But that's, okay. that's always going to be. Correction. Just know that. Hold on. I smoked. Just know that. She did a lot. But it, um, I, I feel like. I smoke weed too. <laughs> oh, she does. Yes. Um, but you don't even like notice that you're high. Right. After it's a different. Okay. It's like a different. Frequency. Yeah. Yes. It was dope. I liked it. That's what was it like Delta 8, the body high? Or what is it? Uh, how long I've did it last? Had a Delta 8. Okay. It didn't last Kind that of long. like the first time you that, smoked. For me, it didn't last so that it was like long. Qu- it was like quick and intense. Right. Okay. Right. How long? I mean, um, for all the people at home who don't know what dabbing is, you tell them, give them a, as a newbie, this is your first time dabbing ever, like, like tell them like what they should expect. Well, it's like a concentrate, from my understanding, again, we are not educators. Okay. <laughs> so, right. from so, what I got from it. I, no, I want to hear your mindset CH, going into that shit. It's, like, it's, this, it's, this is new territory. Right, because I think we have, you. we had our own stigma in our mind. Okay, It's when a you glass see a, bong. It's a pipe. You, I, you I've seen them fire, when they do like the torch. on it. So right, automatically. Right. So that, that's a lot. Your yeah. brain goes so like, to rock. Am I rock. smoking crack? Like, yeah. That, yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I can <laughs> fuck with that. Like, so you see that and are you're you, like. Are you sure it, it wasn't crack? It doesn't feel like that don't even look right. <laughs> so the Puffco uh, made it real enjoyable. Wait till y'all try crystalline for the first time. <laughs> What's really, that? So crystalline, like the craziest shit I did. Since I got in the industry about like four or five years ago on the legal side, I've never dabbed either. And I went up north and we dabbed crystalline, fucking pure ass CBD. That shit, like to me, like that, it looked like straight up fucking like cocaine. Mm. Yeah, they put that shit in there. It's CBD. It's like straight CBD. So you dab that CBD, take it straight to the fucking face. It is hard as hell. And then like, I'm fucking sober. That shit like turns my fucking high off. Like it flips it all the way on the other side. Yeah. with the quickness. Right. Wow. Right? Like, yeah, you guys got to try some new shit. Like, try dabbing CBD, and it, like, totally will kill your high. Well, why would I want to do that? I was about to say, <laughs> why you want to do that? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, because like she just said, like she just said, she said she's, she said she's paranoid, True. right? Yeah. She gets all paranoid, oh, like, oh, am I going to be able yeah. to do? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, okay, yes. so, like, if you do See, too to much dabbing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, well, yeah, we have a, we have a, straight to the hemp, a CBD store right next to us, Hemp World. Shout we out. just go Are you and knock out? out. Yes, definitely, Hemp World. Yeah, I didn't want to do it without permission, you know? Definitely. What up, Hemp World? And CBD ourselves if we need it. Okay. <laughs> CBD your ass down. That's what you when you go to hemp town. <laughs> so she, so they want to dab. Okay, so dabbing. But yeah, that no, was an cool. experience. Right. You know, we we had our own stigma with that. So you guys, we actually saw Stephanie use the pen from Puffco, and we're like, oh, you know, we're moms, we can do that. And right. then Puffco has, you know, their device. The peak. Right. Yes, is that what it's called? I'm sorry. I can't say it again because, okay. you know, we got to get them to pay us for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that was, that was lovely too. So it was nice. It was an experience. Yeah. Okay. I, I love the flower though. So you, so do you guys like go on a different adventure every week, like a new adventure in the weed world? We're, we're, we have our brain. Okay. <laughs> we have get a lot of, of stuff brain. coming. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A lot of stuff coming. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk about it. <laughs> it ain't it ain't gotta be Tuesday let's to talk, talk about, about it, baby. <laughs> let's definitely talk about what y'all got going. Well, I mean, we're just trying to, you know, we've got some stuff in the mix, but we definitely don't want to like 
bring it out per se now until like we can show you. We like to show you guys what's happening. You know, we have our stash bags, puffin parlay stash bags. That's where I'm starting. Let me check. Do we get one? I dig the brand. You know what? We will send you guys a package. Yes, please. We know how much to bring. So what's the dimensions on that bag? If it's a lot. Okay. Got you. Yeah. And, Here you go, world. Yeah. Um, they can get that at www.puffandparlay.com. Yes. Yes. Talk that shit. Go and good. we also have our shirts, masks, hats. Um, Pants, shirts. And what, the great thing about the stash bag is that we also have our hashtag, what's in your stash bag. Love it. To be featured on Puff and Parlay. So you just got to get your stash bag and... Send nice. us a picture to be featured. I dig it, man. Is that I all they need? So That's cool. They said they're yeah. taking applications for the casting couch for Puff <laughs> and Parlay. <laughs> yes. What would that look like? Um, okay. What is this? This is Carlos part just of passed the, me something. Something new. This is a shatter. What is that? What is it? It's time to dab it. But what is it? Get your you dab to, on, you girl. So tell us what it is. It's like the concentrate? It's just like concentrate. Yeah, you got to concentrate real hard and you, you get high. That's <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take it. You guys can, can have it when you guys leave. Okay. And then you guys, next time y'all come, y'all tell us how the experience went. Okay. So don't right. open it. So this on, is on, next don't time? open it on the show. Yeah, it'll be a next yeah, time. Absolutely. Right. Is that an indica or a sativa? <laughs> I am very, like, I that can would only be indica. do indica, indica hybrid. So, okay. Like the so heavy shit? Like OGs? Yeah, I can't do nothing sativa. Okay. At how all. do you use this? I'm it's going to be <laughs> just like how y'all did, but it'd be a little different. So are you going to come and show us how to use it? Oh. You're going to come on oh. with us oh, on the Friday shit. night? Oh. Are we going to see Carlos dab? Nice plug. <laughs> nice plug. Will Carlos you know do be I'm dabbing? Like, I'm like, I might come to, oh, I might oh. come. Okay, Yo. okay. Carlos do yeah, be dabbing. Yeah, because you have to show us. We don't know, I don't, we okay. don't know how to use okay. this. Okay. I, that's what I was saying. You, yeah. you kept giving this to me, and I'm like, it's a box. Like, well, I don't know what it is. It, it, it actually wasn't cartridge. for this show. It was just actually like, okay. It looks like it. was know, just like you here. You guys were talking about, you, you guys were talking about, about concentrate. So I said, you know what? You can have this. Right. And then, that, you know, it wasn't for everybody. So I was like, okay, you know, y'all talking That's about surprise, concentrate. surprised y'all got it. I was like, you know, <laughs> right. here. Okay. So y'all can, y'all can try that. They'll go on like different dabbing adventures. Like Definitely. This week on Puff and Parlay, we're dabbing again. What y'all so, think about that super bad though? with Carlos? Did I know Renee? She been hitting it. It's super good. That's what we like to hear. <laughs> I just had a little bit. Super bad cannabis is super good. We're, I love it. We appreciate y'all. You know what? Y'all was one of the, the first to talk about the pre rolls. Really? I will say that. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I will say that. I think. I actually, I think it was Renee who was one of the first to. Give props to the pre rose uh, a while ago. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate that. Puff and parlay. Yeah, all That's day long. Yeah. But you know what? At the end of the day, I love the packaging. Right. Like the yes. packaging. Yes. Black and white, like that's... I mean, clearly that's what we love. That's too. what yeah. we're... Like, that's it, our right. stuff too. And yeah. Unity. It was so dope. It was... It hit good. And it's I was happy. to remember. Yeah. Very yeah. smart. Thank you. Very, very, very smart. But I love the packaging most of all, like that okay. little box. Yeah. Right. We, we, we try. Um, you got on that, on that super bad and felt great. Yeah. Yeah. It, it seems like, you know, the music is coming on. That means, you know what? We gotta take it out. 
<laughs> Carlos, it's we had not? a good episode. No, we had a great episode. Ladies, tell the, pe- <gasps> tell the people at home really quickly where they can find you and what you got going on next, and then we got to take it out. You can find us on IG at Puff and Parlay. It's P-U-F-F-A-N-D-P-A-R-L-A-Y. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have content pretty much every day. We go on our lives every Friday without a doubt. And uh, I'm sure you guys will see us more. Yeah. Definitely. Love it. Appreciate y'all so much. Thank you for stopping by, yeah. man. Carlos. Thank you for having us. Yeah, Thank y'all can you. come by anytime yes. and tell y'all story because everybody has a story. And Thank we you. love the, the aspect that you, at the end of the day, two mothers doing right in the business. It's a brave And world. we need more people out there, more mothers standing up, helping. Uh, and blazing Because it is a woman. It helps us. It is yes. a woman helps movement. Helps us be be- yeah. better mothers. It's yeah. a woman movement. And I think uh, all the fellas, we need to help join and yeah. push it. Yeah. Yes. Carlos over here ready to we- lead a women's rebellion. <laughs> Help us rise. Well, I- <laughs> hey, I'm always for helping women out. I'm always for helping anybody out. Hell yeah. that's what it's all about. Happy Black so, History Month, at y'all. At the end of the day, yes. Subat Inc. presents Coffee Pot. Yes. We out. Oh, You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.